So you're listening to this podcast. Maybe you want to make a podcast of your own. Well, Spotify for Podcasters lets you record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. So no matter what your setup is like, you can start creating today. Then you can distribute your podcast direct to Spotify. Everywhere else podcasts are heard as well. Video podcasts are also available on Spotify. And if you want to take the conversations of your fans to the next level, you can even do Q&As and polls direct through that same feed. Spotify for podcasters. Get it now. Hey, thanks for checking out this podcast from Sports Kingdom Wrestling. Check out the rest of our audio offerings, including episodes of Legion of Raw with Vince Russo every Monday night into Tuesday, Smack Talk with Dutch Mantel every Friday into Saturday, and content nearly six days a week, including pay-per-view post shows. Don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe on the podcast app of your choice. Also, check out all these shows in our video versions on YouTube and Facebook Watch. Tonight, in the shadow of New York City, AEW will present the most attended non-WWE pro wrestling show in North America in over 20 years. And they're also going to be presenting a brand new championship. Plus, we have news about WWE's NXT brand getting edgier. Edgier, bro. Oh, such dirty words. And then on top of that, we have people being injured in WWE. We got a lot of scoops for you. Don't go anywhere. We're coming right at you with the Sports Keto Wrestling Top Story of the Day. Share that link, you stink. What's up, everybody? I'm Kev Callum. That is Jose G. You are watching the Sports Keto Wrestling Top Story of the Day, listening to it on the podcast feed. Thank you to all of you that have put us in the top 100 wrestling podcasts Whoa. in the United States. Yes, sir. Uh, we, we have uh, cracked that chart. I'm very, very thankful of it. Uh, so uh, if you haven't done it right, weirdly, we've been able to do that with no reviews, which which is like uh, crazy. Uh, I know asking people, like, you get those apps telling you, like, yeah. review our thing. Leave, you don't leave you never a review. Do it. You never and you never do it. <laughs> so, so, so maybe if you could do that, that would really help us climb up the chart. Go ahead and subscribe to us on Apple, on Spotify, on all those different apps. Obviously, subscribe here on YouTube and Facebook. Make sure your notifications are on. We will be live tonight following AEW Grand Slam, a very eventful day. They are dominating the news cycle. If you're tuning in for news about that, we will have some very uh, late breaking, developing news about them. A lot of the AEW stars making the media rounds in New York City to build up to this huge night. They will film Dynamite and Rampage tonight in front of uh, over 19,000. Estimates kind of vary. Some people saying it's going to be over 20, uh, but the scale of this looks really, really huge. We'll talk about that here in a minute. Uh, we have news on Nia Jax's injury. We have news on NXT. Sound off. Get your comments on screen here. Jose, let's start with AEW. They dominate the night here. This is going to be the big wrestling story of the week. Uh, and tonight, they will present a very, very eventful uh, show. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the more important shows in wrestling this year. Uh, and it will be a huge show that definitely puts them now in the league of WWE. A couple of years ago when AEW came out, I said, I think they can eventually compete with WWE. They're there. Uh, uh, they're there. They're, I wouldn't say they're not competing with WWE financially when you look at deals and different things like that. Of course. Uh, but in terms of just cool factor, and what fans love and what fans enjoy, what hardcore fans are talking about, AEW is a 100% there, <laughs> like 100% there. And WWE's responded with some, you know, 
fun stuff, I think, in the last few weeks. Other people say it's reactionary. All all of entertainment is reactionary. So it's kind of a <laughs> mute point. Um, so this is going to be a really, really awesome show. But it looks like we're getting something very, very special that I think some fans are going to uh, lose their minds about. People talking about surprises. But we actually have one. And it's a physical one that, that could appear tonight. Yeah, that's right, Kevin. Uh, so, yeah, so there's been talks in a report today uh, by Andrew Zarian of the Matt Men podcast that a new title belt will be coming soon. Now, we don't have a timetable as to when that title belt will be making its debut on AEW television. But what I can tell you is uh, that there's a plan for it to be a secondary women's championship. Uh, there's no name on... Uh, what it'll be if it's going to be a women's tag or if it's going to be like a secondary, like a TBS championship mm -hmm. uh, because he, they used the hashtag TNT and hashtags TBS. We do know that AEW will be going to TBS uh, in 2022. So could there be the women's TBS championship coming down the pipeline? Who knows? So, but so this is you have, exciting. You have, two, you have two women's champions? Or are you going to have yeah, a single you got, champion? You got, you got two men's champions. Why can't women have two women's champions? No, no, you're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Uh, I, I, my my assumption is we would get a tag belt for the women before we would get that. That's the assumption, right? But I, I don't, don't know, know if they have enough women for a tag division, though. I don't know if they have enough women not right yet. now. Not yet. Or, I mean, they, they, they could get them. I'm not saying they can't get them. Um, but I don't know if it's exactly that. Um, we do know we're going to get that Owen Cup that Owen Hart cup tournament. And that's kind of like a, a trophy once a year type thing, but it'd be interesting. A second singles title for women would be different. You know, uh, would be obviously WWE proved WWE proved that they can do it with a raw and SmackDown one. It can be done. Mm -hmm. It's not unreasonable. And obviously fans of female wrestling, women's wrestling are going to, are going to love this. I think this is a great move. So I was wondering like, how are they going to present this? I thought maybe we get it like a tag belt first, but the more I think about it, I was like, no, they probably do need a second singles title for the women. So I think so. Sense. I think it makes sense. I'm thinking, and it, it has it, to be granted going to TBS. It can't, it can't yes. be the, yeah, it can't be the AEW women's, uh, you know, TBS championship. It has to be something different. Uh, so I'm going to wonder what that is. Uh, people making fun of my, my facial expressions on this. Um, <laughs> yeah, obviously, uh, the pomp and circumstance of doing this in New York City in front of 19,000 people. Uh, they did this with their first event when they presented their championship and they had Bret Hart out there saying, this is what our championship looks like. Uh, so it'll be interesting. And that is belts. The way belts look is a huge thing for wrestling mm -hmm. fans. I, I get it. You have a belt there right behind you. You have a WWE championship right there behind you. Uh, I get it. I do think some people take it a little bit too seriously. <laughs> you like, and there are those belts. I mean, you don't want to have an awful. Belt. Why would you want to I mean, win? If you're going to get a belt, if you're going to get a belt, you want the belt a to championship. look good. Excuse a call them champions. If if you're gonna win a championship title belt, you want that title belt to look fly as hell, Kevin. Yeah, I'm sorry. You don't want some, you know, crappy hoopty looking, you know, fallen in pieces hardcore championship. Even though the hardcore championship was badass, but still, that's not your first choice. It was like, mm -hmm. I'm gonna get, am I gonna get the wing title? Am I gonna get the hardcore title? <laughs> you, you know, it's you want that title to look great. True. True. Uh, a friend of the show, a great man who helped us out, actually broadcast from AEW All Out. Uh, thank you so much to him, Jay Flesciano. Uh Says, with no true U.S. program competition uh, against AEW tonight, could this be the biggest ratings draw in the history of the company? 
Um, there's a possibility of it for sure. You're getting Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega, which is a pay-per-view attraction. You're getting CM Punk's first televised wrestling match since 2014. He did wrestle on pay-per-view, but you're getting him on TV. Uh, they've saved a lot for this. You're going to get Sting wrestling. Uh, so you're getting a lot on this one show. Ruby Riot's going to wrestle for the title on this. This feels like a pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is this is a two-hour show, and you got to get a lot in on there. Uh, there's going to be uh, plenty. I think some there's going to be plenty of stuff they do for Rampage as well. I know um, that big match with Moxley and and Kingston taking on Minoru Suzuki and Lance Archer that will be saved for Rampage. Rampage, by the way, will be a two hour show on Friday. So, which makes sense if you're going to do a two hour show once in a while with your Friday night with your secondary show. This is the reason to do that. I think the show is going to do really well. I do think this will be one of the more Agreed. watched watch so. AEW shows. I here put it this way. I feel I plan out my week, like what I can do at night on Monday with my schedule and everything like that. And I saw my week breakdown. I was like, I got other commitments that can't let me be in front of a screen on Wednesday night. And I feel like I'm going to be missing something. Now I'm going to watch it, but it's so fun to be there and be on Twitter and and freak out with everyone. So I do put it that way. If you're missing something. You know something's going down. Ryan Bowman, friend of the show, always with us hard there, texting as well. Keep your comments flying in and us. And if you're with us uh, on demand, let us know what you guys think, what you're looking forward to with AEW. Uh, if you're watching this after uh, you saw this week's Dynamite, the eventful one at Arthur Ashe Stadium, let us know what you think. Lines are really long. Shout out to John Alba, great reporter, great journalist from Florida. John uh, put up a video on Twitter that showed that the line was extremely long. He had never seen anything like that for a sporting event. Uh, so and also this is the first time they've had wrestling at Arthur Ashe Stadium. So yeah, a tennis uh, stadium, a tennis yeah. palace, a tennis palace, if you will. Um, <laughs> I'll say this: uh, some of the people I've talked to, I don't think this is the last time AEW runs a major. I read stadium. rumblings earlier today in the morning that they were planning on that he would like to eventually do make this a yearly thing at Arthur Ashe. Tony Khan said that. Okay. Um, I think that will be cool. I think uh, that that'll add in uh, to, you know, their yearly specials. Remember the, a, a little bit earlier in the year, we were talking about AEW doing these type of specials. Maybe Clash of the Champions, of those... pay-per-view on yeah. TV. Yeah. Yeah. So this is probably their first pay-per-view on TV type of situation. I mean, there's been a lot of hype behind this show. Look at this card. CM Punk, Daniel Bryan, a lot of speculation on Bray Wyatt tonight. That's another one. So tonight, I think, is definitely going to draw a lot of viewers to TNT tonight. Uh, we do have a great comment here from Big Lou texting and saying, get well, Greg Bush. Uh, our shout yes. out to our sports key to friend, Greg Bush, who has uh, been dealing with, uh, a, 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 from what I understand, a, a vaccinated man. I'm not speaking for him. I understand he is vaccinated, but dealing with a very, very serious bout of COVID-19. And we are rooting for him to come home and be healthy. Uh, he's contributed to the show. We've had him on here before. Uh, send our prayers, our, all of our positive energy to uh, Greg and his family. Uh, big member of the Sports Kita family, and we want him back home, back safe. All right, Greg, get home. Oh, all right. I want to do something good, real special, real quick. And this is going to show my dorkiness. But even though I know you guys, I can't see you, I can't physically touch you. But if everyone can do the good old Dragon Ball Z, give your spirit, give your energy out to Greg Bush so he can get better and get out of this COVID situation, just do it. Give him your energy. So that way he can get better. It's that dusty promo. Your hand. Touching my hand. hand. My hand. (laughs) There we go. Uh, Yeah. Hoping for you to come back, Greg. Hope you get to watch the matches tonight and have a good time here. 
Uh, other people chiming in about Grand Slam and all these big things here. Obviously, maybe some of this will feel like a mute point if you're watching this afterwards. But obviously, this is a, a big game changer. Uh, and we've seen WWE's response to this in the past few weeks. Biggie is the new WWE champion. We saw them run Madison Square Garden, have their biggest gate ever at Madison Square Garden with mm-hmm. SmackDown. Uh, we've seen them announce some huge things. We're going to build to a big stuff with Crown Jewel. They're going to do some big. We have we have a King of the Ring tournament. Some people think there's going to be another King of the Ring. So it's a lot that WWE's doing in response to this. And I thought this week's Money at Raw was a big part of it. And everyone's like, it's just reactionary. I was like, so what? Like that not that good? Isn't that what you want? It is it, it, exactly. You're yeah. complaining that WWE is trash, but then they put on a hell of a show this past Monday. The entire three hours. You want a wrestling war? Good. You're still getting one, right? Exactly, <laughs> so like, exactly. Yeah. So why complain? Why bitch and moan when you can enjoy it? Enjoy it because this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. There we go. Thanks, Big Lou. Uh, I want to get this question here from Molly. Obviously, with AEW uh, Grand Slam, I know once again we're we're doing this beforehand, but we we had people ask. So we're we're not gonna we're not gonna ignore it here. Uh, Molly saying any news on Wyndham? Wyndham Rotunda, Bray Wyatt. A lot of people expect some surprises, some different things. Well, I can tell you the trend that AEW's had with these major destination events like this show is to do media scrums afterward. And from, from what I understand, as of, as it stands now, mind you, this can change. There is media on site. There are journalists with various different outlets there. Um, they could do some type of, of media scrum afterwards. But I, from what I understand at this hour, there is none scheduled. That tends to coincide with somebody showing up. And that happened at All Out. Uh, you know, tip of the cap to all the other friends in the industry who covered that. You, you could see all that. They knew. Adam Cole was going to be there. They knew Brian Danielson was going to be there. And then we're going to put them in front of the media to talk about why they're joining AEW right after the show ends. Um, <clears throat> there's nothing like that here. Also, I don't think with Bray Wyatt, that's a character you have to do that with. Like, if there is an exception to do we put him in front of uh, you know cameras and people's cell phones to get pull quotes and stuff like that, nothing wrong with it. That's mm-hmm. a character that's not going to do it. The Undertaker doesn't have to do that. Bray Wyatt doesn't have to do that. And it's almost like you almost don't want him to, to a degree. you know. So... I get. It. I wouldn't say no to an interview with him now, right? So there, there's that as well. Uh, it's certainly going to be interesting uh, next few hours. We're going to have to keep an eye on And you are going to have a very eventful episode of The Debrief coming up later tonight. Uh, that'll air at 9 p.m. Central, 10 p.m. Eastern. Uh, keep an eye on it. I don't know if we get an overrun tonight. There's a possibility of it, though. Uh, and keep an eye out for that. That'll be live on our YouTube, on our Facebook. And you'll also be able to get that on demand as well on our YouTube and our podcast channel. Thank you so much for the podcast here. Let's get into NXT. I thought NXT was pretty good this week. I thought this was a solid episode. I don't think it was as exciting as the first revamp episode, but they're definitely throwing a lot of new characters at you. I heard people joking about it saying, I have to Google who just popped up on screen and I'm watching WWE. It almost felt like they were just throwing absolutely everything but the kitchen sink to see what stuck on the wall last night. Um, Do you mean that in a bad way or in a good way? Um, not neither good or bad because there was both good and bad things, um, from last night that I'm going to cover yeah. tonight on the debrief. Uh, but they, you know, there were a lot of talks that Fightful reported early in the week that NXT was planning on getting edgier. And what do I mean by that? More foul language, a little bit more, uh, revealing you mean a lot of ass, a lot of ass, a lot of ass, ass, ass. We're yes. going to have that remix. Anyone who watches Top Story every single day, we're going to have a remix of, Jer- of Jeremy Bennett yelling, a lot of ass. 
So we had an idea of this story yesterday, but this is absolutely confirmed. Fightful's report was confirmed by what you saw on television. You had uh, Braun Breaker, Braun Rex Breaker Steiner, <laughs> the Dogface Gremlin Jr., uh, as our very own Mike Mike Tesson has dubbed him, Dogface Gremlin Jr. Um, he's on there calling people bitches. Uh, you got some pretty testy language from the new faction, <laughs> Toxic Attraction, led by a bad girl, uh, bad girl Mandy Rose with GG Ellen and you mean you mean Latina Dolan. Man, yeah. Mandy Rose? <laughs> yes, the new, new, new this is <laughs> no, smoking it, in, this is smoking in the girls' room. It's group, not the, even the Mandy Rose, it's, it's Mandy Rosa. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so yeah, I'm waiting for that close up. <laughs> the hand on the face. I'm waiting for that telenovela close up to the <laughs> eyes. Um, so yeah, they, they definitely did some testier things, and you had some testier language on the show, but the wrestling was still there. You have a new uh NXT Cruiserweight champion, Roderick Strong. That makes that sense. That was a great match. That was a really but they good couldn't match even let it breathe. <laughs> that was my thing. I was like, let the title change breathe, let this diamond mine group get over. And then immediately it's like this next guy comes out. And, and that's I was one like, of the main problems I had, had with that uh, with that title change. Too they much. Didn't let, yeah. They they didn't let Roderick breathe. Okay. You had the next contender come out. And instead of being the true heel champion, see, I the way I would have booked this, oh, you want if I'm Malcolm Bivens, I would have been like, Oh, you want to face the champ. Then you gotta get through the brothers first, then you gotta get through my other guy. And if you can get through my other guy, then you get Roderick. Make that build up. Bring Let us up know what you faction. think. Are, are you a fan of an edgier show? Do you like edgier language? Uh, I don't think this will equate to edgier violence because I think wrestling is already pretty violent as it is. But there's some people that think, well, if you're not bleeding every other show, then it doesn't matter. You know, um, I don't no know if explosions. you'll see blood. If I don't yeah, see any were... bone protruding, your skin is <laughs> not violent enough for me. Yeah. I mean, if there's not a compound fracture, why am I even watching this? Um, so if you like an edgier NXT, let me know. See, I, I made I made you fall off the camera. That's good. Uh, other people with their takes thinking Steiner's stupid. I think Steiner is great. I think he's an interesting character. He's just a big, strong guy. He doesn't have to be too I like him, man. I was telling my wife last night while we were watching NXT. So, yeah, my wife actually likes NXT. So I'm talking to my wife, and I'm like, it almost feels, and this is just my personal opinion, that mm -hmm. this whole – NXT revamp and rebrand is all surrounded around Braun Breaker. It's it, it, it almost but feels when that way. also at the same time they're throwing a bunch of new characters at you. Mm -hmm. And the problem with that is only a couple may remain and like stick with people in terms of like staying with you and staying power. He has staying power, you know. And let me know what mm -hmm. you guys think if you're watching this on demand. Uh, who are the new characters on NXT that you like? Who are the ones that you are interested in that you want to see more of? Because they're presenting a lot of new characters. Some have already been on television for a while, but they have a refreshed presentation. Uh, and then there's co some completely new guys like Von Wagner is completely new. He's been in the system for a while. Tony D'Angelo, the mobster from Chicago that they're doing vignettes with. Um, there's a lot of different new characters they're presenting here. And, and then there's some that they've kind of revived. Roderick Strong, the Diamond Mine. Now he's a champion. Tommaso Ciampa is an NXT champion again. Uh, so it's definitely uh, interesting. Uh, our very good friend, Mr. James Espanto. Fernando says, Edger 
is concerning. So he's not, is this, is this just pandering? Is this just, you guys just trying to make some noise here? What do you think? Uh, I don't know, man. Uh, I feel like, I feel like Vince McMahon and Bruce Pritchard know what they're doing, right? You know, they want to make, I don't know if there's even involved with the show. I think that, they're involved I, with the reboot of it. I don't know if I don't think I don't think that's a given, guys. That they're the but guys. but from Fightful Select's report, the mm-hmm. word came down from Vince McMahon that he <sighs> wanted some more leniency with his show when it came to the content. So makes it different language with language, uh, with appearance. Mm-hmm. So we saw that last night, and I think it's a good call. I don't know. We'll see where it goes. We'll see where it goes for sure here. Uh, and we have some more news coming out of Monday Night Raw. Shayna Baszler wrecked her former tag team partner, uh, someone she held the women's tag team titles with. There has been a clamoring to see Shayna Baszler become a monster and a ruthless, just a beast of a person, all right, mm-hmm. that she was in NXT when she was the women's champion there. Since she's been on Raw, uh, they've tried it a couple of times, but they've really just lessened down her character and kind of this uh, odd couple pairing with Nia Jax, and it eventually imploded. And they went at it last night in a short, brief, more of an angle than a match where Shayna made quick work of Nia Jax, okay, who's had a rough couple of weeks here with that that insane match on my at Raw with Charlotte that people thought was a legitimate fight. And now yeah. this. And then um, Shayna prones Nia's arm up on a steel ring step and stomps on it. It was a pretty brutal, violent thing in terms of stuff outside of the main angle of the show with Big E, Roman Reigns, and Bobby Lashley. This was certainly one of the more talked about things. Now we learned today that Nia Jax is on the shelf indefinitely. Yeah, from the visuals, you know, when you're looking back and you're looking at the replay uh, of how this went down, it's really hard to really make a difference if this is a shoot or if she's actually needs some type of legitimate surgery now earlier today on the bump uh the news broke that Nia Jax is currently out and she will be out for an undisclosed amount of time so that means indefinitely according to WWE Medical Jax needs surgery after suffering an elbow posterior fracture and a dislocation to her left elbow so by the look of how everything went down yesterday I don't know I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. Just because if you put your wrist inside this, I don't know if any of you guys have worked wrestling before. You have, Kevin, and I have too. But those steel steps, I mean, they're heavy. And if you get your hand squeezed or pinched in there and you get force hitting it, trust me, it ain't going to be feeling too good. They've done this with Nia a couple times. She did this with Dakota Kai in NXT the first time I saw it. And it's a pretty brutal thing to watch, even mm-hmm. if it is worked, because the the margin for error when someone jumps up and your elbow is out like that is very thin, <laughs> like the, like it very, very thin. And if you come down on it with uh, any compounded weight, you're, you're, you're there's some real trouble here. And so it looks like when you see a pile driver, you're just like, oh, my God, I hope they land this right. And like. It's going to hurt. <laughs> you know, like let's be frank, it's going to hurt. But is this going to break your bone? Uh for Naya, whether or not it's legitimate or not, she's out of the picture. Uh you know, Naya's had some injuries though. You know, she was on the shelf, she had two uh two on top of each other, I believe knee mm-hmm. surgeries. Mm-hmm. Uh and you know, and also this is not a reflection of her as a person. She's doing different things physically. 
you know, as a larger person out there and, and there's different injuries she's going to uh, endure because of that and the style she works. Um, but also, you know, you have other people saying, is this, is this just Nia? We have somebody coming. Nia sounds like she's getting punished or buried. Well, Nia had that match with Charlotte Flair, which was all over the place and, and was pretty controversial. And uh, apparently that WWE officials were not happy with how the match went. And uh, and other people involved in the match were not happy with how that match went. And this isn't the first time where Nia's been in the ring with someone and something physically happens. Yeah. And people aren't happy about it. Fans aren't happy it, about it. It's almost like a cry wolf situation, right? Because, you know, we, we, we know this history with Nia Jax. We know how she's worked in the ring before. And there's always been some type of backlash from the uh, from the Internet wrestling community, you know, bashing her that she shouldn't be working. Uh, but at the same time, you really don't wish, at least from my sake and from my point of view, I don't wish any harm on any of these performers because if they don't perform, if they get legitimately hurt, they can't perform. Yeah. And then you don't have nothing to bitch about. You know no. what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> so in this case, it sounds like this might be legitimate, you know, it, 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 and if it is by the look of either Shayna took some great acting classes over the last three months or that was a legit reaction to like, oh shit, I kind of messed up. So we enjoy so, our, our. So let me roll it, with it. So we roll with it here. Uh, I do want to get to this because obviously AEW is ruling the day here. And you and I br briefly talked about this. And this is more of a late afternoon developing story. Uh, AEW making the media rounds here. And Kenny Omega, the AEW champion, will take on Ryan Danielson tonight. I hope they get a lot of time and they can make this match special. Uh, but uh, this one coming from Wrestling Inc., they covered this story. Shout out to Nick Houseman and the crew there. But Kenny Omega making the media rounds, speaking with Tokyo Sports, who are fond of him. Obviously, his new Japan tenure in Japan. He alludes that about 90% of the WWE roster wants to be in AEW. And he goes on, both CM Punk and Brian are people who call themselves the best and wrestled in a place called the best. But when I'm against them, I don't have to say I'm the best because it was the fans, not myself, who started calling me the best. Now I want to prove them right. Uh, so, you know, this is more him just stirring the pot and getting reaction, but absolutely more will come out in the future. I think about 90% of the wrestlers in WWE want to be in AEW. Given the chance to sign any wrestlers, Omega chose the current WWE Universal Champion, Roman Reigns. There are already a lot of people coming, so I don't really know who. If I was forced, I'd say Roman Reigns. I think it's a good opportunity to prove who the real champion is. Uh, Some very provocative statements there. From yeah, there's a, there's a lot of... You know what? I don't know how to approach this without sounding bias because I don't want to come about because all right I acknowledge the fact that Kenny Omega is one of the best competitors in the entire world one of the best champions AEW has had I will give him props right but for him to come out and say that 90% he feels that 90% of the WWE roster wants to go to AEW what if what if he's completely wrong what if that 90% is actually happy with being at WWE he doesn't know He's only going based on a feeling, you know? Um, this, this and, is, and here's another thing. And here's another this thing. Is, this is Omega working. Okay. This of is course, Omega working. Of course, of course like, it is. Yeah. You and I, but here's what he's another doing. thing. 
Yes, yeah. I I understand what he's doing. He's trying to stir the pot, get to get people talking on socials. Totally get it. But here's another thing that really just uh when he said, I mean, I'm here to save professional wrestling. I think there's during this same interview that he feels he can go back to New Japan and save New Japan, you know. And then he made a little jab at WWE during that interview, and he's like, you know, well, there's other promotions that need saving, but they don't let me. So it's uh, it's quite funny, this whole Kenny Omega situation, doing the media rounds, working everybody, get people talking on socials. But I thought that 90% of people wanting to join AEW, I think that's a little absurd. I think it's a little much. I, little yeah. Much. 90, and... that's, that. maybe, maybe 55, maybe, I would say, maybe, let's say half, being conservative. That's okay. 90, that's ridiculous. And then you're going to have people that just love it. They're like your John Drummond saying WWE sucks, right? You're going to have people that I think the thing is the junk food of an AEW fan is making fun of WWE. It's the coolest thing in wrestling. It's cooler than AEW. The only thing cooler like than to AEW fans than AEW itself is making fun of WWE. And <laughs> that's, the, that's uh, the cool thing. That's what the cool kids do now. That's what the cool kids do now, right? Uh, and it's it's uh yeah people saying it's making you hate him lol i don't hate kenny i just know what he's doing it's just it's just obvious then you know it's just obvious what he's doing here he's just just trying to get a reaction he knows if he does this story that's going to get people talking right especially if he does this story in tokyo where there is you know but with japanese wrestling there is this sense i don't want to say elitism but there's a sense of our wrestling is much more sports focused and WWE is much more, you know, junk food. Where the junk food now is, no, the junk food is making fun of WWE. That's the junk food. Is this, this? It's it's constantly doing that. It's constantly throwing your nose up at things. But also, does Kenny Mega have any wrong say to say that people want to be in AEW? A lot of people want to be in AEW. Uh, obviously, a lot of wrestlers would want to be in AEW. Uh, the the, com the comment about memes. Roman Reigns. The comment about Roman Reigns. Just, that's stirring the pot. People have said that before. People said, oh, like, yeah. hey, they want to see an Omega-Roman Reigns match, right? So that would be an attraction. Who would want to see that match? That would be a big oh, match. Absolutely. We're going to see a big match tonight. So this is just Kenny work working. Hey, you give me the stick. I'm going to cut a promo, even though it's not really a promo, you know, but I want to get people talking about us. And no matter what, yeah, you know, see see people saying we're two uh, WWE marks. John, we're not WWE marks. We're wrestling marks. <laughs> Asterisk, you got to change that. All right, adjust your words there, pal. And here's the thing, John. If you're gonna try, you're gonna try and troll. Try, like you gotta try. You can't just like say marks. Make an effort. Like you you gotta make you gotta make like an argument. Like yeah, like you try, dude. Okay, there we go. All right, boom. Yeah, yeah. I feel like there's gonna be a new meme hanging right. You know that that meme with the with the French people looking down through the balcony. AEW fans looking down at WWE fans. Yeah, it's like all the memes and stuff like that. It always has to be boiled down to a meme. Uh, Kevin Nath with the question here, kind of like uh, a circle. As AEW get a WWE wrestlers, the ones that got their airtime lose it and want to leave and possibly go to WWE. You know, that's another thing. You have a lot of uh, WWE talent just surge over to AEW recently. You have AEW working with Impact and New Japan. Essentially, 
especially with them working with other companies, right? You're you're indirectly doing something with AEW, right? Even if you're not even working with them, you're indirectly associated with them by far, right? If you're doing stuff now with Impact and New Japan and this cabal of the the, the non WWE side, right? The problem with that is going to become if you want to become a televised professional wrestler, is mm-hmm. well, you're forcing people to choose. It, once they get to a certain level, do I go to AEW? Do I go to WWE? And if you're a new talent coming up in the next few years, my thing is. I think there's going to be a little bit more people that choose to go to WWE and go to NXT and, and go and do those things. Uh, especially when you see that ring of honor is not involved. You know, that that's mm-hmm. still a destination for people. Lucha is still a destination. Europe, European wrestling is going to come back in the next, I think five to six months. And we'll see what happens there. There's, there's more than just one, two companies, but these are the two ones that people are looking at and want to get to. So I understand the competition there and it's interesting. It's great for wrestling. It's great for wrestling. I love the engagement. I love when people talk about it. It's just the, the tribalism really just just makes me laugh because it's it like also doesn't you... let it doesn't let AEW grow into what you really want it to be. If you yeah. just keep tying it to those things, and I think especially because the internet, because I wonder how how annoying would the Monday Night Wars be with Twitter? <laughs> like, like how annoying would they be? And I talk about it on Twitter all the time, right? Uh, and I I don't mind popping the balloon but that isn't the fun the fun part isn't just like this is better than something else it's no this is great let this be this let that be that and that's okay and then we can have fun and compare them and do the fun things we do on a podcast but to me it's kind of redundant uh, and unnecessary uh so a lot of people talk in here with different takes uh, about what is going on uh some people say it's an inside job this is all an inside <laughs> job it was me all along front. It's just a big front the whole time. Uh, Maj Raju saying, like Russo said, this is an inside job, Kevin Jose. You don't want to believe it or not. Yes, uh, our very own Vince Russo has put out that, I I, I don't mind saying, I, a conspiracy theory, a theory nonetheless, uh, that, that some of this is an inside job. Could it be an inside job? I don't know about that. Go check out Vince Russo covering Monday Night Raw every single Monday night. Uh, he had a lot to say about this week's Monday Night Raw and the thread of the show. Uh, you can definitely go check that out. He also does writing with Russo, where he kind of rewrites a current wrestling storyline and puts out his ideas on different things here. Uh, Gary Lee, shout out to Gary Lee. I know you, Gary. How you doing, buddy? Uh, he's, do you think WWE is really in trouble? No. Uh, and, God, and, no. Uh, I really mean that. When people tell me that thing, I'm not saying this. I know all the other guys here at, at Kita complain that I'm an apologist. And Sid, Sid Puller. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me put you on solo. Hold on. Uh oh. Okay. Promo time. Gary, I need to get your comment off the screen here. I'm sorry, Gary. So, Sid, SP3, true heel heat. Let's do some real heat here, Sid. Call me an apologist. Said so I'm a WWE apologist. Well, Sid, I'm not the one coming up to the soft serve kool-aid machine from tony khan in jacksonville okay so and you're not drinking it you're swimming in it pal you bathe in it every single day all right so don't tell me if i'm an apologist i will see you sunday extreme rules trivia showdown from what i'm told the winner moves on to compete for the sports kita trivia championship which i was robbed of robbed 
grand larceny on the grandest scale by Tricky Dick, Tricky Rick Uchino. Uchipo. Uchipo. Rick Uchipo. So I'll go through you, Sid. I'll make quick work of you. Sunday, Extreme Rules, the pay-per-view before our pre-party is a trivia showdown. Going down 11 a.m. Central, noon Eastern. Make sure your notifications are on for that. That's going to be a fun one. We're going to do a live trivia challenge. You play along in the chat. Uh, There we go. It was a good promo. I said, I said, I saw was great. That was great. I I, like I, I when 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 you I was about to say oh but I wanted to keep it clean <laughs> I really wanted to keep it clean so we could clip it and put it on socials so I'm gonna I'm gonna hit up our producer Mike so he can get that cut up and tag SP3 and True Heel Heat on Twitter because I want to see this go down love love you Sid I love you Sid Sid was supposed to go to um Grand Slam tonight and he couldn't go there was a uh, he had he had an yeah. emergency situation so feeling for him uh and uh, and uh, I'm gonna have we're gonna have a great time. Sid, Sid, Sid's absolutely fantastic. Go, ch- go check out True Heel Heat. His channel is absolutely awesome. Great contributor here as well. He'll have an Extreme Rules preview with the, the very outlandish Kenny Bolin on Friday afternoon. So you guys can check that out as well. So a lot of stuff with Extreme Rules. A lot of stuff with AEW Grand Slam tonight. You'll be live tonight. Tons of content. So much content. So if you really enjoy it, just click that like button. Turn those notifications on. You're already watching right now. And if you're with us on Facebook, make sure your notifications are on there as well so you know exactly when we go live. Uh, you want to listen to it on demand, get it in your ears, go ahead and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, all that good stuff. Thank you so much for putting us on the chart. And if you are subscribing on those apps, specifically on Apple, go give us a five-star review. Just a simple one-sentence <laughs> review. Five-star review really helps us climb up the charts. Really appreciate it. We're, we're like right up there with like WWE's The Bump. We're right up there with a handful of big podcasts. We're so thankful, especially for people around the world listening as well. Thank you guys so much. Remember, when watching wrestling, do the most important thing. It's, it's, it's critical. It's critical to your, your wrestling fan health. And what is that? You gots to enjoy it. Enjoy yeah. wrestling, guys. Yeah. Yeah.